Welcome to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Reverend Jeannie Kataoka. And I'm Al Yankee. Join with us for a deep dive into the inspiration and meaning behind the music of New Thought, as important New Thought artists share the story of their creative process and their spiritual journey. Real Conversations is a rare opportunity to take a look behind the curtain to discover the connections between the stories, the music, the artists, and you. So let's dive right in to Real Conversations, exploring the meaning behind the music. Hi, I'm Jeannie Kataoka. This is Real Conversations, the stories behind the music. And I'm here with my co-host, Al Yankee. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon, whatever whatever time of day or night you're listening to this. <laughs> and our guest today is Amy Steinberg. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start, I'm going to tell you a little bit about, about Amy, and then we'll get in and, and talk about her music. Singular is a word that describes Amy Steinberg, but equally apropos words are uplifting, enlightening, and hilarious. With a voice that can blow a house down, Amy is a singer, songwriter, and storyteller like none other. Her work unites the sacred and the profane, while fusing the ethereal nature of spirit with the rooted realness of sexuality and humor. Additionally, Amy is a musician, playwright, and actress. She's produced 11 albums, but is best known for her live performances in which she blends a mixture of music comedy, and poetry. Amy was born in Boston, Mass., where she was classically trained on the piano from age four. She studied at Boston Conservatory, American Musical and Dramatic Academy in New York City, and has a degree in theater from Marymount Manhattan College. In addition to piano, Amy plays guitar with her own swingy rhythmic bounce, injecting shades of jazz, rock, and rap with her bombastic belt as she sings of self-love, open-mindedness, and the holiness of everything, all with a theatrical flair while still being soulful. Deeply involved in the new thought and positive music world, Amy plays at churches, festivals, and conferences all over the country. Her song, Burning Into the High, won in the personal transformation category of the 2016 Posse Awards. Amy has been a music director at several New Thought Center and currently resides in Asheville, North Carolina. She will also be the music director for the affiliated New Thought Network Conference near Kansas City, Missouri this year. Welcome to Real Conversations, Amy Steinberg. Thank you for having me. Wow, it's weird to hear your your own bio read out loud like that. That is, I kept putting my head like a head down. <laughs> you yeah, know I, what I mean? Yeah, I do, and I think most <laughs> of the artists say that, and they, you know, they may have written some of it themselves. Yeah, and, and I, some of it's my own writing, of course. You know, and I would change the word bombastic these days. I don't feel <laughs> okay. so bombastic anymore. I think I wrote that in my thirties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 well, you know, maturity can change things. That's right. Sure, I think we're sure. just, we become less bombastic. Uh, so let's, let's get into some music. Um, the first one we're going to listen to is from 360 Hibiscus. <gasps> oh my gosh. You're going yeah. Back. Yeah. That goes back. That, that came out it in 2000. In time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Okay. And cool. uh, we're we're gonna listen to uh, "I Am Enough." So let's listen to I Am Enough by Amy Steinberg. Flesh and bone. 
kind of puts the funk and funky or puts the funky and funk or something. <laughs> I love that. And I, one of the lines I love from that song before you get a chance to talk about it is I am not a pigeon. So won't fit in your pigeon hole. <laughs> do you, do you know the honest truth is that, um, that song was written so long ago. And I think that might be kind of the beginning of, of a search for what am I doing as an artist? You know, um, what am I, what am I here for? Um, and I think that self-esteem, like my music is so, can be so about me searching for my own self-esteem and that over the years, so many amazing women and men have said, you know, your music helped me through this or that, or, you know, helped me to love myself. And so, you know, half of the stuff that I'm singing is like me searching for I am enough, me searching for a beautiful me or whatever, you know, other, like, I love myself so much, you know, <laughs> like Ricky, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like, we sing that to create that we sing that to mm -hmm. invoke that. Um, so yeah, and <laughs> I don't even remember writing that pigeon pigeonhole line, some of the lines. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't rewrite that. <laughs> I don't know. It was like 21 when I wrote that lyric or something. But, no, but uh, it really spoke to me. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I love the vibe of that song. I mean, that's when I had a yeah. band, you know? Yeah. So it's yeah. a different experience to record with live musicians as opposed to just a producer and you're creating, you know, one-on-one. -on -one. So there's just a real sweet and, and very cool factoid is that the drummer on that track is Barry Kirch, who is the drummer in Shinedown, which Ooh. is a very famous rock band Ooh. right now. So we, we love factoids. <laughs> Mazel tov to Barry and a <laughs> wonderful drummer. Amazing. Very talented. So very cool. Very cool. If it seems like I'm laying out, I am. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I discovered a while ago that because uh, because I am enough is, is kind of a female empowerment kind of a song <laughs> and sings a male empowerment song uh, okay not when i <laughs> listen to it anyway uh you know i i, I kind of because it's female voice you know mm -hmm. and i hear uh you can't do this to me or i'll i'll stand up against you and i i figure oh if in this conversation i might represent that other <gasps> so oh good you know so better for me to uh you not are really not have... the other gender is non-binary sir Okay. We are in a new time where can, where we can all declare we are enough and we can all be the other, right? Like patriarchy is falling. Can you hear it? It's crumbling. I know, but I I sometimes Listen feel closely. like I represent it as the old white guy in the room, you know. You know what? Like even if I, I even you. if it's even if I've never been that, I still feel I I feel the historical Waiting. Yeah, I guess I have to really listen closely to that song now from that context and see if it, you may be right. Yeah, you might have been angry at somebody in particular. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I might have been. It looks a lot like me. It might have been my <laughs> father. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I love my father. That's a weird thing to say. Okay, <laughs> Let's move on. on. <laughs> Moving on. We're going to go uh, forward a few years uh, to um, 2005 to uh, the album Must Be the Moon. Nice. And 
uh, I have to say that uh, this this tune, when I when I was listening to your music in preparation, something about I was listening on Spotify, and every time a, another tune would end, this one would pop up, and it was I, I loved it because I really like this tune. Let's let's give it a listen, and see if see if the audience likes it too. It's called Exactly. This is Amy Steinberg. Exactly.
am exactly where I need to be. I need to be. You know, what a great groove that has, you know, and, 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 and the, uh, the production and the, and the melody and the harmony on that, it, it reminds me so much of um, the music from a lot of contemporary musicals, you know, like maybe Wicked or, or maybe even a little bit of Hamilton or something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. This has yeah. been already such a crazy synchronistic little interview. I'm going to tell you really quick. Because <laughs> okay. This morning I was reading, I was working with a, my minister, my good friend, we were reading these questions out of this Deepak Chopra abundance book. And it was asking like, who are your heroes? And you know who I said is Bette Midler, right? And we've already talked about Bette Midler. Was that on here? Was that before we started? Yeah, no, I don't, Bette Midler. And then um, Lin-Manuel. Oh, and so okay. it's funny that these two names have come up after Ray just, you know, I love the synchronicity of that. Yeah, no, musical theater is my, is I was brought up listening to it. We were a Lacage à Faux home mm. and Les mm -hmm. Miserables. My entire family knows every word, you know, like, <laughs> and, and I was a theater kid, you know? So, I mean, the, the pop and I did hair. Hair was like the one professional thing I did in musical theater mm -hmm. that was, you know, legit. I went to Europe for three months when I was 21. And once you do hair, I mean, you kind of can't go anywhere else with musical theater because once you get that taste for that, expressive rock and roll energy and of course all over here there's rap there's you know there's all this cool stuff and i think i i got so influenced by musical theater but um so i take a, a huge that's a huge compliment well wonderful yeah no i i i hear your influences your influences are showing uh, <laughs> cover up your influence. <laughs> um, um, uh, you know, some, some lines in there that stuck with me, destiny, she blesses me. I'm exactly where I need to be. And then you finish up with, I'm a blessing manifest. Those are great lines. Do you know that those lyrics were written before I discovered new thought? <laughs> okay. Before I knew anything about new thought. I wrote this in what you say, 2005. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah. Um, or, well, before I yeah. went to my first I went to Dallas CSL, somebody dragged me there mm. when I was in like 2008 or nine. And then I, I started working in New Thought around 2010, I think, or 11. We'll see when, whichever, there's a CD that was very clear, Intimate with the Infinite is um, when I discovered New Thought. Like that's an entirely New Thought record. And then from then on, it's like, you can kind of maybe hear a shift in my writing, although, the truth is the truth is the truth, right? If I wrote exactly before I even was in class or, you know, musically directing new thought things. Um, so yeah, that's a cool piece of that because blessing manifest, like I wasn't learning about manifestation or namaste, like I was not in that world. I was, um, I was young and I was searching and I was seeking and I was recognizing that, that when we are accepting of what is where we are which is like the eternal journey for me as a writer a person an artist accepting where we are <laughs> and saying i'm right where i i'm i that's i am a blessing this moment is a blessing you know that's been like the whole thing since the beginning of time <laughs> being okay security right safety we were talking about this earlier yeah. you know 
before the we had a really long conversation before this interview that was really <laughs> quite good so i'm sorry that yeah. those listening yeah, i was kind of sorry I so I, i'm going to reference things we said but, it won't record it, but. well i thought it was interesting that it kind of gave your prenatal personal history in the song they're talking about the the wind the wind and your mother's hair i think and it was cool and, to research that i had to call my mom and say yeah. so when's the first time you kissed dad like, mom? you know what was it do you remember a twinkle yeah. in your father's eye and it was a dark and stormy night it, yeah. was, he said something about that it was outside that it was that i pictured him at that you know remember how in that you know my mother's generation would be like the get in the car and drive up to the top of the hill you know and yeah you know she was a small town they were they were middle school sweethearts um so i oh wow that whole thing when i wrote it as that <laughs> but very cool though yeah Oh, I love that little poem in there. That was also inspired by a Thich Nhat Hanh, um poem. And I've actually put those things together. I had written exactly. And that poem was written actually for a slam. You know, did you ever oh, go to Poetry Slam? Sure. Um, yeah. That was a slam piece that I was writing that, oh my gosh, was such a flop in slam. Have you ever gone to slam? <laughs> it's all like, you know, I'm oppressed. I'm, you know, I'm angry. Right. I mean, right. not not all of it, but mostly the energy is like, I'm here to like make a statement. And then I'm up there like, I'm the breeze and the trees. And, the, and I was like, I got, I scored pretty low on that one. I thought it was, you know, brilliant, but like, <laughs> They were like, but you're not mad at anyone. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and that, so sen anyway. that sensitive soul got slammed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that leads slam. us. Back. I mean, it's called a slam, right? It is exactly. called a slam. Yeah. That leads us nicely into, uh, into my next choice. Uh, this is uh, going forward a few years to uh, Love Divine. That... Uh, uh, that album, and this is. Oh wait, maybe... Love Divine is actually where I discovered New Thought. Okay, there's a Title couple tracks in there that, that are New Thought, yeah. or ish. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, because I, I, I always think about who was I with at that time, and like my partner. <laughs> where, where? <laughs> who is who was my Love Divine for that record? Um, it was uh, a man named Brad, um, and we were living in Florida, and um, I was going to, I was my first musical director job at, I, I walked into CSL Boca. Somebody had dragged me to another church in North Carolina and I fell in love. I, I so I met Christy Snow and Renee Laboa and um, I, I had moved back down to Delray Beach and I just found the closest CSL, walked in and said, do you have a choir? And she said, not at this time. I said, you do now, I'll do it for free. I would love to um, get involved. The only thing I ask, you don't have to pay me, is I need, I can take classes for free. I wanted to know everything about this teaching. So I started in foundations and I got really mm -hmm. involved with just learning about these beautiful, beautiful teachings of Ernest Holmes. And, um, and I wrote, and I was, I recorded Love Divine at the time. So anyway, that was when I was falling in love, literally with New Thought. Well, I think we should listen to something from Love Divine. Okay. What do you, yeah, what do you want to listen to? Uh, free to turn it around. Free to turn it around. Okay. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Free to turn it around. Amy Steinberg. I've been in bondage. I've been held back. I've been imprisoned by thoughts of fear and lack. I have had anger I have had 
the bricks on which my life's been built
you are so powerful in that really i mean what a you know you're 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 powerful in pretty much everything you do you're a very powerful oh, presence but uh, but uh in the, you know that really showcases it thank you in a, in a great way you know i i do have a question for you though yes. um in this kind of tune is kind of down home bluesy kind of kind of a thing um people are always overcoming whatever obstacles are there, you know, whether it's, it's a, it's a hangover or it's a, it's bad times and hard luck, or it's a faithless love or something like that. You know, that's, that's what you expect in this kind of a song. The challenges here are all from within. It's kind of like new thought blues, right? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not a victim of my circumstances, but I am creating it. And if I want to turn it around, I better do it for my own consciousness. Um, and the cool story about this song, real quick. Okay, sure. Is I loved to um well, this is what how it happened. I was I was at Boca CSL. So from being come the becoming the choir director, I became the music director. Um and on Sundays, you know, you sing traditionally at churches, you sing a song before the talk, and then you sing a song after the talk. And I had something planned for after the talk that was so mismatched for the talk. Mm -hmm. I didn't know about how to match the song to the talk just yet, but you know, I had something that was so wrong. So I was like, I can't get up there and sing this song now. It's not gonna match the talk. I said, so I'm gonna make something up. So I just jotted down some words. And you know what came out? I've been in bondage. I mean, the whole song just literally plopped out of me. Wow. I, I, I jotted it down really quick while she had been talking and it, the whole song came out. And then from there, I started to write songs after every talk that she did. And some of them were just absolutely terrible. And some of them <laughs> were awesome, you know? And that was the beauty of it was it was like a mandala. It would just be, what you know, that was one of the only ones I think I've really recorded. It was the very, very first one, but the, but the rest of them, it's like, people would say, I want a recording of that. And I said, no, you were here, you experienced it. And now it's gone and we can just, we can let it go. But isn't that a cool story about that song? May, I, may cool. I say how brave you are? I, is, <laughs> well, and it, it can be a little, you know, I mean, embarrassing too, to kind of, you know, suck, but for the other three songs during the service, you know, I get to shine my light in a, in a rehearsed way. And I think there's something so beautiful about seeing someone just step out on an edge and yeah. do something you know that kind of might suck and then we laugh about oh didn't that suck you know <laughs> and we all go yeah that really didn't find your music there but that was fun yeah, yeah let's well, move on to the next thing harold Payne does that a lot yes yes and i didn't know that that's another yeah. cool like little and when i met him i just adored him yeah, I've never and seen he talks him, about I've heard he does it yeah being He's brave, like you know, and, and it, it, at first, I guess it was quite scary. And now he's, you know, more used to doing it. But yeah, I've, yeah, got a, I've, I've got seen him do it in this. person. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, yeah, he's amazing. But, so yeah. now I've, I have gotten safer. I'll tell you that. Now what I do instead of writing a whole song is I'll insert a rap. Into whatever song <laughs> okay. I, have, okay. I have planned. Thank you, Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> Because a rap, you can't really mess up a melody. But if you have to write right. a melody on the spot, oh, that yeah. can be really ugly. <laughs> yeah. and, unless you steal it from someplace else. Mm -hmm. And and because this is a, a New Thought bluesy song, I was I it immediately made me think of Karen Drucker's 
I lost the right to sing the blues. Have you ever right, heard that? Right, right, yeah, right. That, that's well, having to spend a week with her. And of course she sang that and that's, you know, we that's so great. That's a great <laughs> tune. That's a great tune. And I love the idea of, you know, being able to still sing that soulful stuff, but, you know, kind of twist it around so that it's not pour me, pour me, pour me a drink, you know, because you still want to be able to like growl and, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know. Sometimes, like we talked about earlier, though, I do think that, you know, we don't want to be Pollyanna anymore. In this <laughs> We're moving away from no, Pollyanna. True, true that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So it's okay. So we're, we're, we're no longer airy fairy. No. Right. We're trying to move away from that. But, you know, it's, it's so necessary to have that, too. I have such a strong Pollyanna urge. I, I, I want to sing the highest truth of my highest self. Am I always like, you should turn that around. I'm exactly where I need to be. Like, no, like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. right. But yeah, yeah, no, because, it, you know, because if, if we, you know, if we go too far, then that's that toxic positivity. Right. And, and all of that kind of thing. Yeah, and, you know, that's not good at all. What's well, in uh, your consciousness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have a commercial now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so moving on, to the, the next one um, I want to talk about is from Intimate with the Infinite. And it's one step. And let's talk about it a little bit before we listen to it. The thing that grabbed the lyrics grabbed me first, which, you know, of course that happens, but not just any lyrics i was fascinated by how you went between god and goddess you know mm -hmm. most people think oh to the goddess you know the goddess within and you know that's fine or god that's fine but you went back and forth i mean it wasn't like you couldn't make up your mind it was that you were honoring both that's right and and in the same song and i thought how cool oh that's cool that? i'm so glad you noticed that well because you know i think that the divine masculine and the divine feminine are both so so beautiful and also it's so interesting that we're going into this non-binary time that just kind of changes everything right mm -hmm. um what are what's the new word for that's not god or goddess but that's you know the, the non-gendered you know yeah. the they god i don't know yeah. there's yeah. gonna be any word or something but yeah the, i i think it's so interesting to talk about gender and God and, and, and divine masculine, divine feminine. You can't deny, right? Like certain things, certain aspects of that, that are so beautiful, but they're just, we're going through a really in, in, incredible shift, aren't we? Mm -hmm. and, and it's so funny that you picked that song because that song, the roots of it, I, and you're not asking why they were written or how they're written, but that just, I, the first thing I think of is why did I write that? How did I write no, that? No, that's exactly what we, cause it, the story's behind the music. We love it. The, every, verse of that song is another rap from another talk. I went through my talks for the year of Christy and Renee's talks and I picked my favorite my favorite parts of the raps and I put them together. Um, the first first or second year that I started doing the rapping thing, I was like, you know, I, I should go back through them and sift through and see what, you know, what did I learn this year? So that was like a whole year's worth of raps, like wow. part of teachings of new thought. So it was kind of like New Thought 101. Like, mm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I appreciated the old time religion is a box I do not fit in. That's right. <laughs> and I went, 
Oh yeah, that resonates. Because right. uh -huh. <laughs> right. I was raised Catholic, and then I went, mm, no, doesn't work for me. Yeah, mm -hmm. no. and and it was interesting. I I I used to be angry about it, but my first New Thought minister was like, no, that's what brought you to where you are now. So it's mm -hmm. part of who you are. So yeah. that was so even though that resonated with me, and I'm like, yeah, and I went, oh yeah, but, <laughs> right. right, honor the old time religion, right, you know? right, right, right. Yeah. And, and then just the uh, um, uh, practicing the presence and, uh, and I, I believe the words were make a mental pack, one step, repeat. Um, make a mental so. path. 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 Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like digging those, digging mm -hmm. those uh, neural pathways. To, right. Oh, very good. You yeah. Know, make a mental path. One step. Mm -hmm. Repeat it. Repeat. Keep mm -hmm. Practice mm -hmm. again. Practice. I, I'm ah, enough. Yes. I'm good enough. Practice. I am right where I need to be. Yeah. Practice. You know. Practice believing this stuff. Um, yeah. God is good all the time. All is well. You know. Practice it one step at a time. One day at a time. Making people who are twelve steppers can take it that way, or you can mm -hmm. just take it like a journey that begins you know, with, with one step, you know, what well, is it, the journey that of a thousand miles begins with one step? Is that the quote? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, so, let's, let's listen to One Step by Amy Steinberg. is a box I do not fit in I am metaphysical I am transcendent change the situation by changing your mind raise the vibration by knowing you are divine make a mental path one step repeat I surrender to the presence of the God in me make a mental path one step repeat I am practicing the presence of the goddess in Your possibility that is you If you stand in opposition You perpetuate the thing What you resist versus so little of me What you bring Make a mental path One step repeat I surrender to the presence Of the God in me Make a mental path One step repeat I am practicing the presence Of the goddess in me Make a mental path One step just to
Yes, it still resonates. <laughs> <laughs> off that same uh, CD, off of Intimate with the Infinite from uh, 2013, um, is what I uh, think is really a fascinating song. Um, Surrender to the Incline. Or surrender to the incline. I'm not sure about the, <laughs> the incline. <laughs> I got to incline, incline, or I'm inclined. I'm not sure. <laughs> the incline. Uh, you know what it is. <laughs> I want. I'll tell you what. I want to. I want to listen to it before we talk about it. So let's yeah. give it a listen. Here we go. Exactly. Surrender to the incline. Amy Steinberg.
when resistance is all you can find. Surrender to the incline. Yeah, that's just beautiful. That really is. Thank you. And I have, uh, let me make an observation. Um, When I first saw the title of the song, before I even listened to a single note, I I mean, it's it's a fascinating title. Um, And my, just my assumption about it was that the incline was downward and you were going to talk about somehow falling Mm. into, you know, that that was kind of my mental image going in. And... When the song that. starts, this is a little piano intro and it kind of, and it's the same, it plays around the melody that you start singing. And those first lines, they kind of have a downward kind of a, so I was, I was feeling all very smug that I had figured it out, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but then, but then you get to the hook, the title of the song, and it moves in a, in a really interesting harmonic uplift mm the incline is up. Thank you so much for just listening to my music at all. <laughs> I mean, you know, you craft a song like this and this is the only thing you want to do is honor it and talk about the construction of it because it is like our babies, right? Right. Um, but I just, I remember so clearly what I was going through at that time in my life when I wrote that and I literally got inspired from walking up a hill. Like I was walking up a hill and it was the metaphor for like, wow, I am really struggling. And it's so interesting when you walk up a hill, I have a really steep driveway now. When you walk up a hill, the best way to get up a hill is to lean forward, to mm. lean into the the, the hill. Mm-hmm. And I thought that is it, surrender to the incline. I think I was doing Weight Watchers at the time. It was like point counting and dieting and exercising and just trying so hard to change you know, I was listening to Eric O'Dell do, give a talk about, you know, we're wizards and we can change our appearance and how amazing that we can just like drop weight and change our hair and do our, you know, just change our life. And I'm like this, it ain't that easy for me. I have been, <laughs> I've struggled with my physical appearance, you know, weight and stuff like that my whole adult life since I quit smoking cigarettes, because that's, I think, where the primary the chunk of weight come, came on. But you know, it's such a tough journey to, 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 and I mean that, and, and that, that's what I was going through when I wrote that song, but that can be physical, that can be mental, that can be emotional, that can be anything that's tough that, and, um, you know, just to just surrender to it. Surrender to the hill. <laughs> surrender to the hill, lean into the hill, let oh, the goodness. hill hold you. Um, I'm going to, uh just dive in a little bit more to what goes on in this, in this, uh, in your arrangement or your interpretation of your own song. Um, Cause the first time that you surrender to the incline, when you get, when you get to that, get to that thing, you, you, it, the, the melody moves up and then it comes back down. And the second time it moves up and it stays up. Yes, thank you for noticing. <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, I was getting goosebumps, you know. And then the third time, it moves up, and then it moves a little higher. So that you know that's that's just masterful. That's just wonderful. Oh, it's, and then it's, it's, it's 
And then if you notice at the very, very, very end of the song, um, what happens? Do you, did you notice? Yeah. It <laughs> the very does, it last does, thing I say. Well, is, it resolves. Uh, it resolves. Uh, but, yeah. Yes. It, it, it does fall. And I yes. remember it's so funny because I had a conversation with a friend of mine who's a songwriter who said, I really think that last incline, he was listening to the pre-records and we were, you know, mixing and he was like, I really think that last incline needs to go up. You're that's, I mean, you're talking about up. And I was like, it doesn't, it feels like it needs to, cause it's like, you can lean into the hill and you can do the work and you can, but then at one point, at some point you really have to drop to your knees and just go, you know what? Divine take this, right? Like just, uh, like almost like a sigh at the end of the song. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you see that journey of like <laughs> pushing and then working harder and then even harder and then let go. <laughs> let go, let yeah. go, ultimately. Yeah. But do the work, take the action, make the steps toward whatever it is, but then... <sighs> yeah, treat and move your feet. <laughs> you gotta, just, just what can you do? You can't, you know, unless you want to go get liposuction <laughs> of the mind, oh. of the body, of the, of the whatever, you know what I mean? Like you can't, it's just, it's tough. Like life, it, it, staying well in all ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, it's a, it's, it's work. It's a journey, you know, you fight the donut and then you have the donut. You know, it's like, it's life, right? Uh, well, <laughs> the next song that, that well, I, I chose this one. Um, it's the Posse Award winner and it has another unique title, Burning Into the High. And I actually found that kind of hard to understand. So I thought we'd talk about it before we listen to it. I, I love the idea, but but can you can you give us some, background and understanding on I think that stoners the all over the world think that's oh. marijuana <laughs> oh, but that's it not consciously yes. a, a song about marijuana okay um, all right no My it, bad. It's, uh, it, it was it's about that phoenix rising from the ashes mm. um it, that's the image is like that when we literally when something burns down it's burning down to a to this like crisp right i'm so into this show alone right now so i'm thinking about fire so much have you watched the show alone you guys sorry side ADD sidestep um it's about survival in the wilderness people no. go out with like nothing no tools or anything and they gotta like create everything so fire is this fascinating thing we have right but if you're burning if you're burning something you're destroying something but then also this smoke is going up there's this like there's this rising that's happening and there's this transformation of whatever it is that you're burning. So you're burning something, you're using the wood, but you're like cooking something. So it's like this creation process. And I think that so many parts of us have to be destroyed in order to become mm -hmm. what, you know, the next version of ourselves, And that's what it's about, burning into the high. I mean, the, the whole, all the lyrics are about um, really that self-search, you know, like the hardest healing feels like under the surface, there's something going on. Something's about to shift. There's a change that's coming, but I think it's the sands of time turning me into a pearl. It's the experiences that I'm having that are, that are polishing me and turning me into something new that maybe is, you know, different and uncomfortable. And so it might feel like, weird to change and shift and and grow spiritually or um but 
that's that's it we're ha- it's we can't fight it it's like fighting the wind i mean you know mm. we're, we're gonna change we're gonna we're gonna grow mm-hmm. especially if we're on this path especially mm-hmm. if we're on new thought or spiritual path is like you're just gonna change things are gonna change and hang on mm-hmm. okay great well let's listen to burning into the high <laughs> that's Rambler. great thank you
fighting the wind. We're going to change. It's, it's a natural fact. That's right. You know, Amy, in, uh, in going over your, your catalog, and you have a, quite a catalog, Jeannie said 11 albums. Is that right? Or is it, is it, is it more? I, you know what? Album? I kind of lost count because there's a couple that I don't know whether to count or not count. For instance, there's a, I don't even know if it's counted in there in that 11. There was a little six song EP that I did called Six Sex Songs. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, uh, I don't even know if it's listed anywhere, if that's counted or if, you know, Clown Princess, a double album that I had of a live show that I did. Um, that there were maybe like 100 or 200 copies of. You know what I mean? Like, does that count? Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Can you find that? I remember looking for six sex songs, trying to find it like online. I don't, I don't think I have it. I must have it somewhere in the house, like in a box, you know. But I was like a kid and I, I was playing open mics and nobody would listen when you're at an open mic unless you said the F word or talked about your vagina. So I did everything I could to get everybody to listen. <laughs> And I wrote these fun songs like I must get laid. And anyway, those are that's that's another time in my life. But <laughs> <laughs> but hey, sex is sacred, sacred and profound. Yeah. Right? You said that in my little bio. That's exactly. why I said it. Exactly. Um, but yeah, well, so what, yeah, a lot of records. I've made a lot of recordings. One of the things I did notice that was, was, came to my attention was uh, uh, that you do use in the last one. It was burning into the high. Um, you do use burning and fire. Uh, metaphors and analogies quite a bit. And uh, I think that fits with your, your sort of passionate personality. Um, but it's unusual in a new thought uh, singer songwriter. We've, in, you know, examined quite a few and they tend to use more like water and air metaphors. You know, I think so you, you, may, you may be the only one that I've seen use so many kind of fire and burning huh. Uh, analogs. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, but I think you're right, Al. That's very, very interesting. Well, I think there's this wonderful quote from Tom Robbins about why we smoke. Mm. I don't know that quote, but I should look it up really quick. Can I look it up really quick? So sure. it's, I'll look it up when we're listening to the next song. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll reference it. Let's let's move on to the next song, and then I'll come back with the Tom with the Tom Robbins. Okay. And we'll go. Uh, the next song that we're going to uh, to listen to is from that same album, Broken Open, came out twenty fifteen, and it's the title track. So let's listen to Broken Open, and we'll come back and we'll get that quote. Okay. <laughs> Scrapes, burns, twists and turns You might call me damaged Nicks, cuts, dips and ruts I've been bruised and bandaged Every dark night Leads to a new morning light And all of my scars Have turned me into a piece of art Each fear, every loss and tear All the hard goodbyes Lows, hits, all the dirt, all the grit, all of it has made me wise. Every dark night leads to a new morning light, and all of my sorrow gives me hope for a better tomorrow. It's when I'm falling, I feel so high, and when I'm crawling, that I wanna reach out for the sky. That's when I'm broken open, that's when 
light comes Ins, out, screams and shouts Life is complicated This is my wild ride Hell no, I wouldn't trade it But every love that's gone Leads me to another love song And all of my sorrow Better tomorrow It's when I fall And I feel so high And when I'm crawling That I wanna reach out For the sky And when I'm lonely I can hold on to the truth That is when I'm broken open That's when Is it when I'm crying Then I can be my friend And when to remind you you're alive there's always that part that wants to close up and die but my heart heals with thick rope-like scars i use to pull me up to the clearing where i can see the stars the next opportunity to try extra hard to embrace the dark and love with my ever expanding heart love with my ever-expanding heart love with my ever-expanding heart Okay, Tom Robbins says, smoking cigarettes is as intimate as we can become with fire without immediate excruciation. Every smoker is an embodiment of Prometheus, stealing fire from the gods and bringing it on back home. We smoke to capture the power of the sun, to pacify hell, to identify with the primordial spark, to feed on the marrow of the volcano. It's not the tobacco we're after, but the fire. When we smoke, we are performing a version of the fire dance, a ritual as ancient as lightning. Okay, now, I know that's a lot to, to swallow that has to do, what does that have to do with anything? It's this idea that fire changed everything. Fire is, in watching this show alone, again, like watching them out there, that's the thing they have to do right away. They've got to start a fire. Like, that's the difference between us and the rest of the animal kingdom, is we create fire. And so fire, to me, is the most beautiful metaphor for transformation because it changed our entire evolution, right? It changed our entire trajectory as, as beings, as creatures. So we can capture the sun, we can, you know, however, you know, Tom Robbins with his genius puts it, but. Yeah, yeah, I think it that actually segues really well into talking about Broken Open. Um, because And there's a lot in that yes. track to, that you can touch on, but but the, the quote that got me immediately was, uh, all my scars have turned me into a piece of art. Mm. You know, all the scars that are that are visible and those that are invisible. And so sort of like fire and burning that, you know, uh, 
there's the folks who who turn their bodies into artworks in many different ways. I think we all do it a little bit. We all put on our mm -hmm. costumes mm -hmm. and our makeup, you know, uh, or we do our hair, however we do it. But then other folks take it, you know, a little farther. Um, <laughs> so what, you know, would you comment about how somebody's body art and personal style, what they might um, say about their spiritual side? Well, the pandemic, um, <laughs> I got tattooed a lot in the pandemic. <laughs> so, um, <clears throat> I don't know. I think that it's beautiful if people want to decorate themselves. And I think I love this, this whole thing. When you see, um, all over TikTok, you'll see young kids do these videos where they're like, and this, and, and what does this tattoo mean? This tattoo was done. Um, I don't remember. And I don't know why this, this tattoo was done. I don't care. And this doesn't matter. Like there's sort of like a beautiful thing about this idea that like, it's just a shell. Our body's just a shell for our, it's, you know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Um, I think that people, I love, I, I mean, my, probably my favorite form of entertainment is drag queens, you know, which is the most, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, altering your entire physical body to express, um, how beautiful is that? Um, but as, as far as the song goes, broken open, that was written when my dad died. Um, mm. and it was written at the posse fest mm -hmm. um when you are infused with that much good music and writing and you hear song after song, all you want to do is go back to your hotel room and just get your notebook out and start writing and um i remember i was having i couldn't get into my hotel room or something and i had but i had to get in there and write the song and it just you know it was one of those songs that just plop came right out and um Thank you for sharing that song. Yeah, yeah. Um, something else about it. I mean, it is the title track to the album. So it's, you know, it's it's definitely something that you, I think, thought was important to have some pride in, you know, that it's a good yeah. track. It's a great track. Yeah. Oh, it's um, so funny because Surrender to the Incline was the original title of that other record. I wanted to mention that to you because <laughs> that, it, there's something about a title track. It says a lot about a record, you know. This right, is what, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the production on it, it's got a lot of heavy guitars. It's got that really thick uh, com kind of compressed sound that you hear a lot, you know, the like a youthful radio and TV friendly. Even I'm, you know, I'm thinking uh, when I hear that, I'm going, that could really be on a show on the CW or something like that. Mm, you know, I would love that. Um, that would be fantastic. <laughs> sure. Yeah. It'd be a good check. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> so. Got any uh, connections? Well, or, or, you know, I mean, you were talking, I thought it was interesting when I was talking about body art, you went right to youthful people and talking about that. So um, this is a very youthful song, even yeah. though it's, and it's got all that, that angst of, you know, it's got Romeo and Juliet kind of angst about it, pathos. I, I mean, I, I've suffered from arrested development. So even though I'm 40, <laughs> you know, what, however old I am, 40, am I 48 or am I 49? I always forget. It changes but, um, every year. It's so hard to keep It changes keep every year. You got to keep up with it. And I feel like I'm about 25. <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad it sounds youthful. That was, uh, that's Justin Beckler's production. He's a genius. He's a genius a producer. And actually he does a lot of work for commercial stuff now just stuff for like background on TV and commercials because he's such a gifted engineer. And uh, it's so funny, we did these five records together and I called him to do a sixth 
And he was like, no, we're done. We've written, we've done, we've done so many songs together. We've done so many, so it's time to move on, Amy. Find another producer. <laughs> so uh, that, the last record I did was, was not with him, but I did five records with him and they're all, I think, they show his growth as a, an engineer and producer and they show my growth as a writer. And um, it's kind of a cool journey. He's yeah. genius, genius, genius kid guy. Did all the guitars and that polished sound and that that's probably the most produced record of mine. Like maybe even overproduced, <laughs> but we had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, what more could you ask for? Yeah. Uh, the next song, we'll go ahead and listen to it and then we'll talk about it. Uh, Summoning from Shine and Be Glorious by Amy Steinberg. Summoning, summoning, 
from this that really grabbed me was knock me down you're only summoning me to stand it's just so you know in in the other's face whoever is confronting <laughs> you i just thought that was awesome do you know who the other is in this song nope the self uh yeah who beats us up more than ourselves who yeah, is harder nobody. on ourselves than ourselves? Yeah. You know, I mean, half of my songs are me written to me. Half of my songs. When you talk about the other, I am enough. When you talk about that's that's me telling myself that. That's, you know, me telling myself, uh, you know, you can't you can't hold me down, saboteur, inner saboteur, inner, <laughs> you know, uh, all the archetypes, right, that hold us back, the inner fear monger the inner critic um you know i think most songwriters are writing to themselves oh yeah i, I, I think it's, it's just like the idea you teach what you need to learn yes yeah yeah you sing what you need to hear mm -hmm. you write <laughs> what you need to know yeah yes. so amy you, i know you went to to boston conservatory and this might seem off topic. I'm leading somewhere. I've got, I've got, a, I've, I've got a YouTube channel from so, was featuring some performance videos from a lot of folks that I've gotten over the years, um, uh, and the most viewed thing is something I put on there actually for some of my students. It's uh, it's a uh, soprano Joyce D Donato lecturing to some Juilliard students. And it's all about quieting your inner critic. Mm. And you just said inner critic, and it made, yeah. it made me immediately go to that. It's oh, a it's that. a battle for performers as oh, well yeah. as anybody else, but performers oh, yeah. may be mm -hmm. especially so. Well, yeah. absolutely, because we are literally getting our feedback from. I mean, you could sit in your house and sing to yourself all day, but you're singing for, you know, others, and you're making. I'm, 
doing art painting for other people don't buy my paintings my house just fills up with my paintings and then <laughs> you know, it's like you want to be again it comes back to loved and seen and your talent to be appreciated and heard and isn't that strange because we're just god experiencing itself in front of each other so we're just showing god is such a show off to each other <laughs> look at me i'm god no i'm god no i'm god <laughs> we're just god showing off to each other you know we just want to be appreciated it's so mm -hmm. strange god is funny <laughs> yeah way. god the comedian is one of my yeah. favorites <laughs> oh yeah absolutely so a line from that a line from that song where you talk about the in, in, in a way is this terror is nothing beneath my faith Yes, yes, because <laughs> we can be just walking around terrified, but when you can tap into that place of like, God's got this, or I'm okay, you know, this is just God showing off how much pain God can take, <laughs> or, you know, how, you know, what edges are going to be stretched, you know, mm. uh, uh, yeah, faith is faith trumps everything, right? Excuse that word, trumps, but <laughs> I know, ruined that word. I know, I love that word too. Um, so, yeah, thank you again for you know listening to my music and hearing lyrics and sitting them. It's just this is to me God showing God is showing off as you the interviewer to show off to me to me showing off to you. <laughs> <laughs> wow it's beautiful <laughs> i just feel so loved so thank you for listening to my music it means so much i can't tell you you know this oh, is really, it's i cool. think that's why we do these because it, it they're always such a love fest and and to have it's the opportunity cool. to, to sit down with your tribe yes uh, it feels wonderful so thank you for yeah. doing this with new thought musicians because i do feel like we're you know, I think a lot of us are, are like, if people are listening to our music, we think people are listening to our music. I think they are. Yeah. Like people, you got a note here and there, you know, but it's like, we're not on the cover of Rolling Stone. You're know, <laughs> a director on the cover of Rolling Stone, even though she should be. So, you know, this is cool. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, we always um, finish up with, and, and I know this is a hard thing to contemplate. We've talked about that the, they're your children, but what is what is one of your favorite songs, or two if you can't narrow it down? And we'll, well, we'll talk I about feel one. like my favorites are always the most recent, and so um, currently my favorite one is uh, one that hasn't been recorded yet, um, and uh, it's about what if there are no answers, you know. It's mm. all the, and, the, and the question is more what it's all about. And I think that's what we were talking about earlier about the evolution of new thought. I think this is kind of like moving into that place of like living, really living in the mystery of the whole thing and um, not necessarily having to, you know, form and shape it all. And um, so I'm, I'm evolving into that place. So um, that's my current favorite. And I think that's how it has to be for me is that the current I have to keep writing something that's better than the last thing. Um, but as far as things that are recorded and recordings, um, I think maybe Turn on the Light is my favorite recording of mine. Um, I don't know if you um, have heard that one, but it's the last song on Intimate with the Infinite, which Intimate with the Infinite is my favorite of my records. And it's all new thought songs. Every single song is about the power, the presence, the life and the light that is the love of God. 
and turn on the light is something that I wrote actually for a friend of mine who is Eeyore. I have an Eeyore friend. We all have an Eeyore friend, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and, and, and just really quickly, I was listening to somebody talk about, uh, recently, when was this? It was a podcaster, maybe Tara, Tara Brock, Tara Brock, um, talking about how, isn't it beautiful? And this is the shift that we're talking about in new thought. Isn't it beautiful that in the Winnie the Pooh story that nobody ever says, you know, Eeyore, you're not welcome here. He's always invited to the party. Makes me want to cry. It's always that part of us that, you know what I mean? The part of us that's negative, that we just want to say, go away, that we just want to Pollyanna it away, that it's a part of us, that the Eeyore is the part of us. Um, but anyway, this turn on the light song is really that, was that first time in my life where I, I recognized that I could move away from that Eeyore energy, you know, that yeah. I could turn on the light and be happy and, and choose happiness and choose joy. Um, and just because we've talked about Mama Drucker, and this would be a cool way to end <laughs> this this time together, we had a, a moment at the Posse. I, I performed at the Posse Awards, and I was just I was just so hungry for something. I don't know. Again, it's the fame, the fortune, this idea of success. What is success? And I said to Karen, I, I cornered her. I freaking cornered her backstage, and I was like, So what what do I do? What do I do next? What do I? How do I create a you know a life out of this music? And what do you know? She looked at me, and she was like this. You know, you know, Karen can get like this, and she goes. I can't wait until who you are up there matches who you are back here. And it was like, it was a hard thing to hear, right? <laughs> yeah. Master teacher moment. That's a master mm -hmm. teacher moment. And I walked away with such an awakening from that experience with her. And, and that's um, where I think um, I am now is that I, I match. You know, mm. and that's and that comes from that time of turn on wow. the light and, you know, and and recognizing that, you know, there's nothing to there's nothing really to strive for. Mm. I mean, it's not about that. It's right here and now the joy, the presence, the practicing it's and there's a feeling in your 20s and 30s that there's somewhere to be there's somewhere to get to. There is something that is the prize that you're holding the thing in the air and this is it and I've made it and I'm enough, you know, and it's like there's just it's none of that. And I think <laughs> there's this funny Ted Ted um, uh, sorry. Um, TikTok where this guy does this and it says every TEDx every TEDx talk and he says like this he's like when I was in my when I grew up I was I knew some things and then when I was uh, I knew some things and I was wrong and then I was in my 20s and I I knew some, some more things and then uh, I was wrong and and then I started learning and then I started to know more and then I got older and I know now and I know the thing you know <laughs> and uh, so this is part of maturing I think and as an artist and as a person I'm really rambly, you guys, but I guess it's a talk show, so there you exactly. go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> there you uh, go, Amy. Before we uh, before we play that last uh, that last number, uh, where can people find you if they want to just need some more Amy Steinberg? Well, all the music is available on all the things on iTunes and Spotify and YouTube, but at House of Love and Light is my Sunday experience, which is an hour of me curating new thought stuff. I give a little about 15 minute talk and then I share a musician, usually a new thought musician, a video. I share TikToks that I found. I share 
We honor all the past with a candle lighting. We talk about gratitude. It's something I've crafted and I'm very, very, very proud of it. It's my baby. We've done two years worth of um, Sundays. And it's a very small group of folks, but I, I see, I, I see, I think it could be even a television show. Like in my, it just feels like a, an idea that is a baby, it's a seed and it's a seedling and I just keep wanting to water it. So houseoflovenlight.org is the website, but it's on Facebook Live right now because that's just the way I do it. So House of Love and Light Asheville is the name of it on Facebook and it's 1111 on Sunday mornings. And you can also rewatch all of them on YouTube. And I'm very proud of that, that little baby of mine that has been my pandemic expression. Um, and then you can find me at the Anton conference, which is going to be wonderful. And then who knows, you can find me at your church when you bring me there, just contact <laughs> <me>. <laughs> which I can highly recommend. Amy's oh, a marvelous performer. Definitely. I love, love playing different communities and meeting new groups and traveling. And today in that Deepak, I, I took the Deepak Chopra questionnaire at the beginning of the abundance book. And it said, you know, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? That's one of those questions. And I was like, I would travel. I would just be constantly seeing new places, new people. You know, I'd still want to be, of course, playing music and just seeing the world. So bring me to you, whoever's listening. <laughs> so here we go. Thank you so much, Amy, for being with us. It's been marvelous. It has oh, been fun. Thank you. It's been such a, it's again, it's an honor to hear somebody that really listened to the music and thought about it. And it's thank you so much. Taking Here time. we go. Amy Steinberg, turn on the light.